Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, we got some uh, reports out there that uh, the injury news on T.J. Watt, uh, better than uh, what anyone would have expected, yeah. uh, maybe three to four weeks. We'll see. Uh, that's not me reporting that. That's uh, <laughs> right. right, right. Um, you know, I we're not saying that's fact, folks. I yeah. Mean, who knows? I mean, there was, like I said yesterday, there was a lot of stuff. I, oh, he's got a torn pec. And I'm like, well, what's the source? And they're like, well, he said it here. And I'm like, okay, so now we're a lip reader. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I mean, your reporting background, obviously, you can't just be a player one second after it happens walking off the field and says he tore his pec means he tore his pec. Let's yeah. let a doctor at least look at it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Um, I'm, the way I see it is if it's six weeks or less, foo, I mean, brush off the brow, you you can survive that. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Plus you got one in hand that everybody, in hand, right? that everybody had already penciled. That's going to be a loss. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I, I know their schedule gets tough and I'm not predicting them to, you know, go 17 and zero. but this first four games after that win, I think three and one and four and oh, aren't crazy talk. I don't think so either. I mean, I New England stinks, by the way. New England is bad. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about them more this week. They're bad. You and I have been on this train now for a while. Yes. Um, that, now, that doesn't mean they can't come in here and beat the Steelers. They're favored by a point. Which is nuts. I, that I, was, well, that that, was that, that total was out. I looked at that. It was actually out last week. That makes more sense. Yeah. Before anybody had played, right. that was the that was the, the line. Because you can on on a lot of the the uh, sites like I, I go to DraftKings mm-hmm. when I do a lot of that stuff, and I was scrolling down and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, they already have sec- next week's up. This was okay. like last right, right, right. Wednesday or Thursday. I'm like, New England's favored in Pittsburgh by a point. That's odd at the yeah. time. I bet more I'll odd bet now. If, if I look at it now. Now maybe they didn't change it because of the watt. This news. morning it was a bot. It was one. Yeah. There was and maybe they haven't adjusted one. those things yet. Right. But, I'm gonna. But Mac bet. Jones didn't. Uh, supposedly he's okay, but he had a back. He looked and, bad. And right, their offense not, was awful. Oh, I mean, there were some really horrid, horrid quarterback performances yesterday. Really I mean, there was a lot of rust and yeah. a lot of you know people out of shape. And I, I do not want to overreact to Week One in any facet, good, bad, or ugly. But teams like Dallas and the Patriots, Tennessee. 
I think it's time to worry about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you know, I looked at one point, Jameis Winston was like eight of fifteen or eight of sixteen oh, for like, like fifty yards. That was like halftime. <laughs> and then he lit the world on fire. And it finally took right. Yeah, okay. So right now the uh the Patriots still favored by one. Uh, I'm like, get your bets in now. I, I did this morning. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, is that for real? And that was even thinking Mac might not play. I think he's going to be fine, but he had a back tightness or whatever. Well, here's how close that is. Uh, this kind of get... So the money line on that. Mm-hmm. So the Patriots are favored. Yeah. Mind you. So the money line is Patriots minus 115, Steelers minus 105. So it's neck and neck. But yes. still. They're, that's going to switch soon. I mean, I think Pittsburgh's <laughs> a better team. They played better in week one. They're at home. They're at home. That's back to, and it's back to back road games for the Dolphins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I know the Steelers just played five full quarters, and that takes a toll the next week. But they played in Miami in the sweltering heat and looked like they were dead at halftime. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you probably didn't get a chance to see many of the one o'clock games. I didn't see any of them. Yeah. yeah. But besides <laughs> the unbelievable swamp game in Chicago, there was not a worse offense yesterday than the Patriots. I mean, yeah. it was miserable. Maybe Dallas trumped them late at night. <laughs> but, man, I mean, you thought the Steelers' offense was bad? Go watch the Patriots. Bad, Yeah, bad, there's bad. some interesting lines here opening up here for week two, uh, just uh, looking at them here. Um, since he gets Dallas, though, that's a good The time. Thursday night game is Can- Los Angeles and, and uh, Kansas City. We're three days away from Chiefs oh. Chargers. <laughs> I, I don't know if you were with me on this yet or not or if it's sunk it in, but I really think the Bills-Chiefs-Chargers – are kind of at a different level than the rest of the league. And those three quarterbacks are miraculous. I mean, I still think Tampa's good, but, I mean, I think I listened to that game on a drive back last night, and Tampa was... Their defense was really good. Yeah. and Was was their defense that good, or was Dallas that bad? Dallas has no weapons. It's C.D. Lamb and nothing else. I was going to say, they had like five guys on C.D. Lamb. Yeah. And Dak wasn't playing. The offense wasn't good before he got hurt. Their, Their blocking's troublesome. Zeke doesn't look the same, and they got one weapon. Like I was down on Dallas before the injury. Now yeah. I think their season shot. You know, um, so Kansas City favored by three and a half. Then you get the Steelers, Patriots. Kansas City, but that must be in Kansas City. Yeah, it is. That should be. Great uh, you got Washington, Detroit. That's uh, fun. It's Both actually, those teams it, played actually well in yesterday. Detroit. Okay. Detroit's favored by two and a half. I can see that. Both that? those teams were very respectable yesterday. Uh, Baltimore hosts Miami. That's an interesting game. Yeah. That's a really interesting game. Both those teams played really well yesterday. Um, Miami and Minnesota, to me, I know it's only one game. Don't overreact. I do this every year. Made me think they might be more playoff-like teams than I thought. You know, Miami and Minnesota. They, they both were exceeded my expectations. Yeah, but you just said New England was awful. Well, it has something to do with it, too. <laughs> right. I mean, I thought New England was awful before they kicked it off. Yeah, right. And now I feel more I think they're even more they're awful. Even more awful. Miami had their way with them and played well. Uh, Cleveland hosts the Jets. They're a six-point favorite. Mm-hmm. I guess that adds up. Um, New York was bad, too. Indianapolis has to go on the road again to Do another that. division opponent. They, this time they go to Jacksonville. Can they lose? They lost their— They've the, lost, I think, what is it, seven straight games in Jacksonville? That's their kryptonite without yeah. question. And, and that's a one o'clock game in Jacksonville. It's going to be hot. They just tied Houston, too. It's going to be yeah, hot right. in Jacksonville. They didn't play great in that game. Either, yeah. Sure. Uh, Carolina's at the Giants. Can the That's Giants start two and zero? They're they're two and a half point favorites. The big Tampa Bay New Orleans Giants are favored in that game. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Tampa Bay is at New Orleans. The Saints getting three points at home. Wow, I mean that's the Bucks grip tonight. That's the Bucks grip tonight. They yeah. lost their left tackle last night. Godwin shouldn't probably. Be he's, out not gonna there. Play, yeah. he's not going to play. He's not going to play. 
Julio looked better than I thought, but I mean, I think Bucks are a little fragile. Uh, you got Atlanta at the Rams. That's a ten point game. So Atlanta, I'm not going to lump the Bears in there because of how crazy their game was. But like Atlanta, Houston, the Giants, Jacksonville. I think I'm missing another one that we just assumed would be awful. They all played pretty well yesterday. Yeah, you know, like they might not stink. I think that's all you're shooting for <laughs> if you're Atlanta right now. You know. Yeah. Uh, Seattle has to turn around and go to San Francisco. They're I nine... wonder if we'll say the same about them tomorrow or not. Yeah, they're nine-point underdogs. At San, at, at San Francisco is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm going to brush some of that off because of the weather. I mean, things like Bosa can't kill the rookie tackle because he can't get off the ball. Yeah. But it's a little worrisome. I mean, if you're the Niners. I mean, Lance didn't do much. No, he did not. No. Uh, Cincinnati's at Dallas. That's good for that's a good rebound game for them. Yeah, they but it's, it's it is off. in Dallas. Or yeah. Cincinnati a seven point favorite on the road. Wow, that's a big number. But yeah. Dallas is in trouble. I mean, it's gonna be rush. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did beat Minnesota last year in his only career start. Did he? Yeah, I remember that. In, in yeah, in Minnesota, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta, uh, Arizona is at the Raiders. They're five and a half point underdogs. Both those teams kind of need that already. Yeah, you know, they lost. A- High quality. Arizona bonus. can't afford to get off 0-2. No, New York and the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. But both those teams played three of those great teams, in my opinion, and now they need to rebound. Uh, Houston's a 10-point underdog at Denver. Let's see what Denver does tonight. But Yeah. yeah. The Packers are a 10-point favorite at home in the Sunday night game over Chicago. Well, the Bears are bad, <laughs> but still, Green Bay was frustrated yesterday. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota... Beat them bad. Yeah. Beat them bad. You got two. I don't think I've ever seen Rodgers take that much of a beating. Two Monday night games, Matt. Well, both tackles were out, yeah. Um, The Titans are at Buffalo. They're 10-point underdogs. They're going to get smoked. They're going to get crushed. Yes. And then the Eagles versus the Vikings. The Eagles are one-and-a-half-point underdog or over uh, favorites in that game. A lot That's of optimism a, on both those teams right yeah, now. They both some, were very impressive. Somebody's going to be 2-0. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's uh, a big game. Yeah, they, that could be two playoff teams. I, I like where both those teams are at. It shocked yeah. me if the Eagles didn't That's win two good games on, uh, or well, get three good teams playing on Monday night. Yeah, a lot to battle. watch, though, yeah. yeah. A lot of fantasy so, implications and playoff absolutely. implications. Absolutely. So week, week right. two is going to be an interesting one. We'll mm-hmm. finish up uh, week one tonight uh, with Denver uh, minus 6.5 at Seattle. At Seattle. I don't know what to think of that one because I thought Atlanta and the Giants and a lot of these bad teams were really going to show their how bad they were. But I think week one sometimes levels the playing field a little bit. You little get bit. all that time to prepare. You know, they know Wilson really well. But if Seattle lost by 20, I wouldn't be shocked either. Yeah, yeah. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, uh, yeah. you know, we got 17 more weeks of this after, <laughs> after right, this right. week, man. It's, this is what the NFL is. Oh, it's a if you don't show up and play your A game, you can lose to anybody. Oh, you absolutely can. I mean, there's a. It's not college where yeah. you've a bad half. You just come back and get your guys out there. And I mean, you, these guys are all legit. And the division, everyone's there's three teams that are one and zero, and a lot of you know people that pick the Bengals as the the winner of the division. They're not going away anytime soon. They're in last place. Yeah, yeah they're in last place. <laughs> but I, I bet they're going to compete. They do have some things to figure out, mm-hmm. uh, as do the Steelers. Um, Burrow's not gonna throw five picks very yeah. often. I, I thought there were some uh, unsung heroes in that game okay. yesterday. I thought uh, I thought Presley Harvin punted mm, really well. well. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the, really uh, well. you know, you might look at it and go, well, the he only, you know, he averaged uh, it was 48, 48 and a half yards average 
which okay. is still is which is but good. Which is big, yeah. The net was forty two point one. Really? Like he just hit he, the hang there time. There was the one he kicked into the end zone. Yeah. The, I think he got more of than he thought he would. Yeah, but hit. you know, I, I, I think thought he was fine. He was, yeah, he I think was he, better he, than fine. He was yeah. good. Um, Gunnar Olszewski with the big punt return. Yeah. Right, uh, he's gonna be really useful. You know, the 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 Bengals didn't have to punt out of their own end a lot, but that one time that they did, mm-hmm. uh, Olszewski gets a twenty yard punt return and sets up a field goal that uh, well turned out to be a big field goal. Yeah, you know? yeah. There were a couple big special teams tackles. I wish I remembered more of them off the top of my head. Uh, I think Boykin. I might be wrong on this, folks, but I think uh, Benny Snell had one. Benny Snell had a real nice yeah. one. Yeah, I think Boykin had a drop or a. Bad play on offense, and then made the tackle on punt the next play. Yeah, which was great, and I thought he did some dirty work blocking. Yeah, Boykin and, and Snell both had two tackles each. Okay. I mean, they only had five special teams tackles because both teams were just kicking. They, they were that was all on punts. Both teams were just kicking the ball through the end zone. Yeah, on, right, on, right. Uh, okay, and not to mention a lot of the times the, the ball changed hands was on interception or you know a turnover. And if you think special teams don't matter. Oh, you're bonkers. That game yesterday was exhibit A on why long snappers. Yeah. And, yeah. We, you and I sat there in, in the in training camp t- looking at different guys doing, you know, the checking out who, okay, who's long snapping now? Right, like, right. Who's I mean, the backup here? Who's going to. spends gonna... <laughs> a little bit of time on it, but nobody spends enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but nobody's, nobody's looking at that going, okay. And I had questions about why do they even carry long snappers? Why can't they have an offensive lineman do it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Bengals win that game if their long snapper doesn't get hurt. I, mean, I believe that. And I don't think Minka blocks the extra point. And well, here's the thing. Of, here's the thing plays. about the extra. Okay, so their backup long snapper mm-hmm. is one of their that tight. Guy too, one of their but, tight ends. Yeah. Guess what position he plays on their field goal in the extra point team? He's probably a wing. He's the wing he's, on that yeah, side that make the, the spot where Minka went through. Yeah, I didn't think of that, but that adds up. That's usually where you put tight ends. They're yeah, kind of longer, and they can deal with. They the also types. the Bengals also because of that situation screwed up at the end of the game. So they had the, the sack. The Millette sack, mm-hmm. and the ball got carried forward. They stop play. They move it back to the spot. It's the Holy Roller. Oh, roll. The Holy Roller play. Yeah. Okay, you're right, right. So they move it back to the fifty, and the the official uh, uh, comes out. Hockey League comes out and says, "We're going to start with the forty second clock," and I think one. Let me let me get the exact number up here. I think it was one twenty seven remaining, uh, or with one twenty seven on the clock. No, so I'm the sorry. Clock it was, was running, right? Yeah. Okay. So that play ended at 134. So it was it was 127, I believe. And he's got. We're going to start the the 40 second clock, and we're going to start the game clock, game clock on my signal. It's ticking down, and the Bengals snapped the football with 13 seconds left. And and no reason to. Zach Taylor was asked about it after the game. Why did you snap it with 13 seconds left? He says, "Well, we had we had a new snapper in there. We wanted to make sure everything got." Was right. It just makes everybody nervous. You know, right? Take the penalty. You take the penalty. Who I mean, cares no if you get a delay a game penalty? Enemy. Yeah, it clocks your enemy. Yeah. Right. I mean, you just you just gave the Steelers two more plays. Or so they right. they snapped the ball. They kick it back to the they they kicked it with one oh four left. I saw my questions about Zach Taylor, by the way. That's my point. Yes. So when we're talking about um, situational stuff like that, Matt, and and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when. When people say, well, the Steelers are bound to, to revert to back to the field in terms of close one score games. Close, well, yeah, one score right, right, games. Right, 
there's a reason why no. the teams that win one score games win one score games. Oh yeah, who do it year after year? Like I love. They don't analytics. make mistakes like that. Right. Exactly. I, you know, a lot of the coaches that get fired that aren't around to talk about it anymore, <laughs> you know, spew things up. I'm not saying Taylor should get fired, but no, he no, but that was a mistake. From, oh yeah, I do think Taylor really benefited from having the first pick in the draft the year Joe Burrow came out. Or we may not be talking about him as a Bengals yeah. coach, but not two things. You know, everyone knows I'm an analytics dork, and I think it's a wonderful tool. And the analytics tell you across the league that if you're really strong one way or another in one score games, you'll probably get closer to the median. You know, if you're nine and one, you'll probably be five and five. Or, yeah. You know, whatever. But if you look at history. There's a couple teams that consistently beat the average. Steelers with Roethlisberger, Rodgers in Green Bay, Wilson and Carroll in Seattle, and the Patriots with Brady and Belichick. Like, that's not an accident. You know, these are good coaches and quarterbacks that know how to handle these situations that you get wins when you shouldn't or whatever, you know? And I'm starting to think that maybe it's not just the coach-quarterback thing, Mm -hmm. but that I think certain organizations— I'm sure— you know, know how to win this. I, I, I talked to, I'm sure of it, yeah. you know, I talked to some of those new guys yesterday uh, in the, in the locker room after that. I mean, the Cam Hayward's the world count too, you know? Right. Yeah. They, they've been in that there. situation. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, but I did talk with like Malik Reed after that game and he's like, I've been, I've been in a lot of games like this in mm-hmm. the past and I, but I've never been on the winning side of one, yeah. you know? <laughs> I bet. Right. Like, yeah. You know. And they've had a lot of different coaches in Denver and a lot of different quarterbacks and instability and a new owner and, you know, like, well, these these things add up, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's just interesting that mm-hmm. uh, I am interested to watch him more. By the way, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a yeah, he's going to be terrible by, by any stretch. I think he's a really good three, and he's really more of a two. Yeah. Yeah. No, I th- I think he is as well. And I that you know I talked to his agent. Uh, the Steelers had him take a uh, asked him to take a pay cut from one point five down to I think the veteran minimum mm-hmm. this year. And I, I talked to his agent um, when they did that. I'm, I was just curious, you know, what their thinking was on that because yeah, he didn't have odd. to do yeah, that. I didn't even know that happened. And uh, he said he he did it because, A, they wanted him. Okay. And, and he, he wanted to go somewhere he was wanted yeah. and all that. And he feels like he can, he can come to a place like Pittsburgh and kind of do like uh, the, um, the other Broncos uh, – um, Oh, like Shaq Barrett. Like Shaq. He, he like could have a Shaq Barrett-like situation here. Yeah. Well, he's going to get a shot now. Right. I mean, Shaq it, Barrett's a top 100 player type right. guy. And if they get that out of Reed, wow. I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> yeah. If Malik, but but if, if Malik Reed comes out here in this stretch where he's replacing mm-hmm. T.J. Watt and, and, gets, and gets four or five sacks in, you know, let's say it's six games. Yeah. And he's getting run on and yeah. holds the edge. and He's going to get paid in the offseason. He's going to get paid here or somewhere. Yeah. yeah he's going to be a starter. Whereas if he, you know, if he would have just gone into, uh, let's say Denver just cuts him, mm-hmm. or he, they allow, he, like he he told that when when the Steelers were, or when he was going to get traded, when it became apparent he was going to get traded, there were several teams that were interested. Yeah. And he said, "I want to go to Pittsburgh." Oh, really? Okay. Um, let's That's let's cool. do that. Right, right, right. Uh, because you see, okay, these this team's led the league in sacks the last five years. Mm-hmm. Scheme fit. Works the scheme, well. yeah. The right, scheme right. is really in my favor. Do I want to go there? or Do I want to go Atlanta? You know, right, which probably, right, right. Uh, you know, a place like that. Maybe be, get more snaps. Right. But that doesn't mean the quality But it doesn't mean, yeah, right, right, you right. know, you're, maybe you're playing defensive end in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's a bad way of looking at it. I was I was excited to watch Reed anyway. Um, I think he's a high-energy guy that this, this fan base will like a lot. Well, now we're going to see a lot of him, but that's sort of a silver lining for me is I, I think he's a good player. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really And, know. you know, 
any snaps that he gets now might pay dividends late in the season. Oh, sure, you know, sure. Uh, He'll make a mistake or two, but it assuming, goes out. Yeah, you know. assuming Watt comes back, and then all uh-huh. of a sudden you get into a game in December, and Reed's already played four games, let's say. Or Highsmith misses time. Right, but, yeah. You, know, you don't know who else is going to miss right. time going forward. Now, you've, know, now you've gotten him some, some defensive snaps here that, again, could pay dividends down the road. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, really, he's been here nine days. Yeah, he played that. Right? <laughs> the first time we've he ever played seen him thirty-two in. snaps yesterday, and you know, had been yeah. here a week. All right, we didn't even see a preseason game with them or any of those type of things. You know, analyzing you know Broncos tape. No, so I, I think they're in good shape. I mean, um, who any other unsung heroes? That's where we started the. Yeah, the yeah. I'm sure um, there's a lot, and we kind of mentioned the tackles and Daniels, and yeah, you know, they were better than people were going to give them credit for. Run game was a problem. Right? Um, how about Zach Gentry? Yeah. You know, for a long period in that game yesterday, Zach Gentry was their leading receiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that play call, too. I mean, that, that was that very, took a yeah. by storm, and, you know, yeah. he didn't look slow and I thought Mike Hilton goofy. made a business decision, too. We'll have to go back and watch it, but I could just see that matchup not going in Hilton's favor, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. I mean, here comes a 280-pound tight end right. at full steam. 6'8". Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of whiff Maybe on I'll, that. <laughs> push him aside a little bit. I'll lay him a little bit. Um, Let somebody else get that guy in the Bush ground. counts for me. Yeah, Bush had a good game. The D-line depth, we touched on that in the first segment. You know, Adams was quality performer, and, you know, I'm talking about bottom-of-the-roster guys. Um, Jameer Jones, I keep bringing him up. I thought he stood out when he played. Yeah. You know, like, he's not, not just a warm—there's been so many warm bodies at that position when the big dogs aren't in there. I don't think they have any just warm-body filler-type guys now. No, and, 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 you know, you look at some of the guys that you mentioned— and you you look at it and say, oh, well, that guy only had one tackle, or you know, I know. that guy. Yeah, you know, I, I get yeah, Chris Wormley had two tackles, but they played nine million snaps. You need those guys, but to they come were in valuable and not tackles. Get beat like up on right, you know, it wasn't like, to go it wasn't back the to the Minnesota game last right, year, right? Where right, guys right. are just completely in, in the like, know, he doesn't out of place the field and, and, and everyone in the world knows it, and you're just get gashed by Dalvin Cook over and over. Like that's not at all. Yeah, I mean, I thought they played good fundamental team defense. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that didn't add up to a bunch of tackles for guys, but they sure. were where they were supposed to be at. Right, right, right. They're all holding their gap, and they're not overextending. And, again, I can't watch, wait to watch the, the All-22, but I thought they did their job, but they did it with aggression and speed and, you know, vigor. Yeah. And uh, Arthur Millette showed up again. Yeah. I think he's a quality player, too. He just makes plays. Yeah. yeah I you mean, know? Uh, he's he's, he's not Mike that. Hilton, but... No, you know he's in the same mold though. He's got some Mike Hilton like tendencies. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to win a lot of races. You know, yeah. I mean they're not the biggest, but they're top. They'll stick their nose balls. in there. Yeah, you right, you right. know, tackles for a loss and blitz him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I, I thought Claypool did some blocking too. You know, I yeah, I'd keep an eye on that. Um, didn't see the, much from Hayward, but I thought he'd be uh, little brother Hayward. You yeah, know, but yeah, he didn't play a role in this one. But there were a couple times Cam just walked. Oh, just walked him back into the quarterback and the one that there was a penalty. I can't remember. It was the holding penalty. It was the holding penalty. Yeah, it was the holding penalty yeah. on Sutton. He on just Sutton. Like, he oh, just man. picked the guard up uh, and just put him in, in Burrow's lap and said, here you yeah. go. That's like as good a bull <laughs> rush as you'll see in the league. I mean, that was a wild I could I couldn't believe a, a couple of times they just left that kid one-on-one with Cam Hayward. That's, I know. That's just asking for trouble. No, it's big trouble. And, and I don't think their line's fixed. I mean, it's okay. You know, it's yeah. better. But And Burrow could be better with getting the ball out, too. But um, Bengals are a good team, but... Uh, I didn't think their line was, oh, boy, look at this. You mentioned Jonah Williams before. He, he was fine. I mean, he was. He, yeah. was he, he lost his battle more than he won it. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see how this uh, unfolds moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steelers, of course, uh, want to know. They'll get 
the New England Patriots on uh, Sunday it's at Acrisure Stadium. It's a great time to play them, man. It's a great time to play the Jets after that. Yeah, the the uh, the Patriots still trying to figure out what they are offensively. It's a nightmare, you know. It like, might be it might be ten weeks before they figure out what they are, and they might figure it out that uh, well, we're not very good. No, I mean they need Dante Scarnecchia and Josh McDaniels to <laughs> both come knocking on the door. Like, can, we, can you guys hire us? Do back? both those guys have sons that they could hire? Like, <laughs> right, right. As opposed to Belichick's son and recycled Ooh. defensive coaches and. Uh, even Mac Jones, like, I like Mac Jones, but he's much more of a Brady type. And then they're going to change the whole offense. Like, yeah. you drafted him to do this stuff, and now they're having him on the move a little bit more. And, like, that's not at all what he's going to do. And even on his best day, he's a caretaker, facilitator. He's not going to elevate those around him, you know? Yeah. He certainly didn't elevate anybody yesterday. They scored no. seven points in that game. They didn't and block uh, anybody. They're slow. You know, right. Other than that, that was great. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Devontae Parker's like their number one weapon. Yeah. Uh, not good. Not so Not great. good at all. Uh, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, you can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere, through your smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart. Alexa will take care of the rest. I have done that. I can I, I can tell you that it does work, and <laughs> I happened to do it, and, well, they were playing the drive. So ah, of course. Got to hear myself talking, and that's just never good. No, but. no, I don't <laughs> listen to our own stuff either. I hear enough from you. Uh, you're going <laughs> to well, hear more from again. us when Great. we come back. Uh, this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. It's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. We'll do that right after this. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 